From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast, sports pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. And let's crack open this cold Mayday beer and let's get after it. As always, Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer Pucks Out podcast. Join them every Tuesday for trivia night and Thursday for bingo. What are you drinking on tonight, bud? Just the Burrow Blonde. I know. I know. This is, I was just given a wonderful care package by you and the folks put together over there <laughs> at Mayday. This is, uh, you know, that's at the new house. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saving the, the special edition, uh, wonderful can for the first show next week that will be in the new, uh, new studio for me. So, you know, no more white walls behind me. You know, <laughs> I've got, we, we've got, you know, some, some nice blue coming. Lots of sports memorabilia. So, oh, also bought myself a little $40 six can fridge. So, uh, nice. yeah. So, I mean, perfect for, uh, for the, for the podcast. Um, and hopefully us getting into, to some Twitch soon. And then, uh, I, I don't know when we're teasing, uh, the, the home pod. I know we've, te- we've teased it for quite some time well, now, I think. Yeah. We can officially say that starting here soon. Uh, we are gonna we are starting recording on our new podcast, Home Pod Office, where we talk all things HBO, and of course, starting off, we'll be talking about House of the Dragon. Uh, we saw it. I, you've you've seen it, right? I know I've saw it. Yes, I know last time we yes. talked. Yes, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, Hunter, you know, I just can't get over that in 172 years Bran is going to be king so i don't know <laughs> no i'm I, I really love it um the and well and is I, it 172 years before daenerys is born or before the events happen i mean something a lot i don't i, I don't i i think it maybe she's maybe it was she's born it was it was on the it came on before i yeah. know 172 yeah. years um but i mean it was one of the reasons that the ending of game of thrones hit me so hard as as such a deep uh lore you know uh, aficionado uh from from the world of ice and fire so i'm excited fire and blood is dope oh, it was uh, very good you know fire and blood is is really good uh they did a really good job with the house of dragon uh the tournament scene was sick i mean i'm oh, uh, yeah. all right so um i'm going to say one phrase to you and this is not spoilers sort of is if like once you watch it but it doesn't spoil anything did he say it or not a certain he, someone met with another yeah. certain someone yeah i'm gonna say he you said think it. He, you think he said it okay i think yeah. that he didn't um i think that uh his mortal enemy um is a little shysty so uh that's that's you know we'll talk a little bit more about that uh but yeah i'm excited uh so hopefully i'm gonna get um go be on twitch with you a little bit more in the in the new studs and everything so um more to come in that 
Oh, yeah. But, all right. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Patreon to get all the shows and the dirty bits of it early. Check us out on Twitch to enjoy some dope-ass gaming. Um, yeah. How are you this week, bud? Almost done, almost done moving, you know? Um, <laughs> so, uh, that's... That's basically it, man. Had a really good time at, at, at Megan's birthday party this yeah. weekend. So, um, little bit sore from the mechanical bull, but not <laughs> not too much. Not too much. I uh, I was definitely uh, I was I'm going pro. I'm going on the pro circuit for sure. They uh, they did not like me, you know, in the robe flowing. And so, um, what about you, bro? How about how, how you been doing, man? Doing well, man. Just you know, hanging out, uh, getting kind of still cleaned up from the party. Uh, we we went out that night afterwards to Old South, which is a uh, bar here in Murf in Murfreesboro. So that was a good time. Uh, but yeah, uh, I mean, so nice. can't complain. Nice. Uh, let's, but hey, real quick, fit check. It looks like we're not doing anything special. I know we both just have t-shirts on today, but you got that dope ass pucks out t-shirt. Yeah, I got pretty this. Dope. Uh, yeah. It was Washington, uh, what is this, the football team or the commanders? I think this is just Washington. Yeah, this is a Washington football team shirt. Okay, nice. <laughs> I got the uh, I got the Adair's Saloon hat on a, you know, nice. shout out, shout out uh, South Deep Ellum, you know. Yeah. Dallas. I mean, Dallas, Texas. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I don't, since I work from home and stuff, I don't get out to get a haircut that much usually on an event. So when I get a new haircut, I don't wear a hat for a couple of days on stream and on, on camera. So I got a haircut, so I'm not rocking a hat. Yeah, I don't, I don't really care. So, you know, I'm <laughs> always going to be rocking a hat for sure. Hundo percent um no you know it's how i do it it's how i do it <laughs> uh all right let's move into the news everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice it's time for news from inside the boards all right we've got actually have a little bit of nhl news today folks uh, Carolina Hurricanes signed Paul Sassy to a one-year deal. I mean, Paul Sassy is a guy that can you can fit him in a lot of places. You know, he's obviously not at the peak of his career anymore, but you know, he's a solid veteran. Um, that's a yeah. good signing. One year, you know, yeah, a little, he little gets, bit of a uh, prove it deal. He gets a he, he gets a good good fair amount of airplay over in the fantasy goons um, world. So, um, yeah, man. I mean, the Canes need a guy like that. Uh, I feel like that's you know just one more one more piece to their 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 puzzle that is the stanley cup so um not anything super flashy but uh but a signing nonetheless not a you know not a bottom of the barrel type signing for for carolina yeah kyle turris after 14 years has officially retired i believe the preds still owe him a good bit of money so he'll be getting paid (laughs) well into his retirement uh but yeah i mean kyle turris was a good you know all-arounder i mean i he I mean, I don't think he, he didn't win any cups anywhere, did he? I don't think he did. No, no. I think he was on that um, Ottawa team. Yeah. That lost, that lost maybe. Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. I've, you know, we really had had a lot, a lot more high hopes for tourists. I, I gave up uh, a good amount for him. Uh, you know, I had a had a car. I think I still rock it occasionally a Kyle Terrace, uh, you know, sweater. So uh, retirement uh, sucks that we still, you know. Owe him some, owe him some cheddar, but, uh, you know, good for him, I guess. Uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully he, you know, it's not because of injuries or something. He just wants to be done playing. Yeah. Which I mean, I get if I had made my money, I don't want to want to be going to practice and doing cardio. I want to go hang out with my family and 
chill and be on vacation for the rest of my life. Uh, but again, that might be yeah. that mindset might be why I'm not a professional athlete. <laughs> we always we're always like, yeah, man, I'd have got, I got that five hundred thousand at that that first signing bonus, and I'd have dipped out on them. <laughs> yeah, you, like, mean you want me to sign after my rookie contract? I'm uh, good, bro. Okay, I've already buddy. invested it. I was smart with my money. I'm getting I, out. I was I was smart with my money. They're like, Bobby, you just bought a snow cone machine company. Yeah. And it's flourishing right yeah. now. It's the best time for snow cones. <laughs> Bobby, you got signed by Winnipeg. It's always winter. It's like, well, <laughs> I didn't say I was smart. Okay. <laughs> I'm not I'm not Peyton Manning over here investing invest in a, a month or two before weed get gets legalized in Colorado, investing in a bunch of Papa Johns. Okay. I'm not, we're not all geniuses. All right. Snow cone machine company was all that I could afford. So me and Kyle Turris <laughs> got into it at the same time. Yeah. So. You actually lost money. You became the face of Spirit <laughs> Airlines. You're getting sued. <laughs> you can't go to you can't go to every third game that you have because you have to take a turn flying a Spirit yeah. Airlines. <laughs> uh, Nazib Kadri signs with the Flames. A little bit of surprise. I thought he was going Islander. So did the rest of the league. Um, I think that is a fantastic signing for the Flames. Kadri is an amazing player, amazing grinder. I think that he, uh, I, th- I like this Flames team. I think they're going to be do very well. Um, a lot of options to- for for Kadri too, coming back off that injury, um, as we've yeah. seen uh, with with Tampa, something that they've that they've done um, as a cap as a cap type deal, use that long term IR spot depending on how long he's going to be out. Um, yeah, I mean, I really, really, uh, I feel like, you know, I, I don't know if it's needed, needed, but I mean, for the Flames to contend, I think that this was a, a needed signing for them. Kind of, kind of, kind of losing, kind of losing out on two of their their big players this year. Uh, though having a good core and a good team, I think Kadri is uh, a fantastic signing, and I like and I like that for Kadri because I mean, the Flames are obviously a contender. Well, I'm not so sure that we we think the Islanders are a, as huge of a contender as they could have been a couple years ago. Uh, yeah. Separating with Trots, uh, Matt Barzell doesn't look like he's panning out to be that superstar guy that that he wanted. John Tavares winning out a few years ago, um, but obviously there's something going on in, in Calgary as well uh, with a couple of players wanting out. So we'll see what that does for for the flames but uh i think yeah. it definitely keeps them in contention uh, and probably oh yeah probably my favorite for the pacific early you know oh pacific yeah i thought you were gonna say the west i was like whoa um no yeah. not- i mean i don't see how you can i mean i think they have to be the heavy favorite i mean I don't know about heavy because Edmonton, uh, you feel like Edmonton can kind of kind of at least regular season kind of step up and fill that void um, where, you know, the flames have lost a few players, but um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I, I would say they are the favorite probably. I don't know about the heavy favorite, but um, the 2023 NHL draft is coming to Nashville folks. Um, this is a worldwide podcast, not just Nashville, but we're excited about it. We'll be there. You all should be too. Uh, come hang out with us. Uh, we will definitely be getting rowdy in Nashville. Yeah. The uh, NHL awards will also be hosted in Nashville. I think this is only, this is, I mean, it's uh, not often that they're hosted in the same city, but I think that's going to be dope as hell. 
Yeah, um, yeah, I, I wonder if we'll be able to get awards for that. No, no, I wonder if tailgate that. I don't know if it'll be when they say the 2023 drafts and 2023 NHL awards. Is it the NHL awards for the previous season? So it's going straight from the like, so it's kind of like corresponding at the same time, or is it the NHL draft, the season, and then the NHL awards for that season is in Nashville? Yeah, uh, because they come out, the announcements come out. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure, man. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Know. I, don't I, mean, I didn't really think about that when I, when we first started talking about it, it. It didn't occur. I didn't. The logistics didn't happen in my brain. But now that I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, wait a second. Which year's awards? <laughs> Maybe the year before the year. It's probably it's probably like the pre the year previous, and they do the draft. And, I mean, it's probably those previous years are awards, yeah. and the big ones are announced probably. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. like it'd be better for the city winner. if it was different weekends because it's going to be big no matter what. So having two sure. big weekends for the city but for it may you know, not, taxes though. But the first one, you know, the awards thing may may not even be like a big open thing. You know, it may be oh you yeah. get to watch them walk a red carpet thing and walk in, but it's not something that is general admission type yeah. of deal. But it yeah. might be. Oh, I we've got we've got to get we've either got to get some red carpet badges or some press badges. Press we're passes. doing something. Uh yeah. I mean, I'm just pro- I'm pretty much probably just going to get like a high vis vest and I mean, you can go anywhere. Where I get a clipboard. Uh you know, I mean, we'll be we'll be right up in the thick. You or, you know, photogs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Paparazzi's type of deal, you know? Yeah. Uh <laughs> Uh, that we maybe we'll win an award like a lifetime achievement type of deal you think i mean i feel like we should we've done a lot of good i mean, I mean so some people have been saying that we've done the most amount of good that's, i mean i'm not i'm not naming people, names but right that would be we're not name droppers or anything um but i mean 125 episodes that's that's a, that's a lot of good on a, a goodwill that we've put out there yeah. so uh you know nhl award folk just keep us in mind uh we know you're probably listening uh so yeah man i mean but i am excited for the draft uh, after the nfl nfl draft was so successful here obviously i don't think the nhl draft is uh is, is quite as big of an event as the nfl draft but i but i'm definitely uh looking forward to what nashville can do with it. i think i almost like that because i didn't i purposely didn't go to nashville for the nfl draft because it just looked too fucking insane Mr. i did not want to be anywhere near that Nah, bro, you should have done it. I mean, it was uh, an experience that um, it just looked like it would have been hard to move around and get beers. Oh, on, on it was Broadway. insane if you got if you got up in the thick of it. You know, I pretty much just stayed yeah. steered clear of the deep, uh, the deep portion of it. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, we'll see. All right, let's move into outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards oh chase young is put on the the pup list for the first four weeks of the season with a knee injury uh huge loss to the commanders um two years ago the last time he played a full season they made the playoffs he is a he is their best player without a doubt best player on that team he makes a difference when he when he's on that edge and he can rush and put pressure on on other teams quarterbacks um, I, this isn't good. I mean, listen, this is already a team that was going to have its work cut out for them. Um, they are in now. Luckily, they are in a weak division where I don't think I. I don't think if if any team wins that division, nobody's going to be surprised. Um, I think the I'll heavy favorites in that. I'll be surprised if the Giants win that division. <laughs> I, yes, but I feel like we'd be less surprised than 
say the Seahawks win in their division because it's yeah. still the NFC East. These teams, when anything can happen, uh, you know, more than any other football game when, when it's the NFC East, because it's not about, oh, these are the best teams. These, these are all teams kind of suck. So everyone's just on the Dallas train like they have been forever. But I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, nobody's surprised when Dallas chokes. No, um, I, think it's, I think it's Phillies, Phillies to lose this year. Okay. In my opinion. Um, uh, no, I, I agree 100%. You're, you're, you like to see the four-week and not the six-week pup. Uh, I, you hope that this is more of a, a roster decision early on that maybe, hey, he could be ready in two weeks or so if we really needed him. Um, but let's give him the four weeks, and then we get to, get to see you know, some special teams players uh, a little bit more yeah. for a couple more, a couple more weeks to determine some roster moves. Maybe um, you hope it's that if four games in a 17 game season is a lot, you hope they can start off strong without him. Um, if he gets back at full health though, that, that makes such a, that makes such a difference. Uh, Carson Wentz is not a great quarterback, but he's a much better situation than Washington has been in previously. Uh, you got question sure. marks with, with Antonio Gibson. Um, that's, you know, that's something that I guess we're going to talk a little bit more. No, we're on the North. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what, what can actually happen there uh, with Chase yeah. Young and, and the, yeah. the commanders. My man, Baker Mayfield has been named the Panthers starting quarterback in week one. Listen, I have always been a fan of Baker Mayfield. I think he's going to do great things. I think that he is has a bright future in the NFL. Um, first game up is against former team, the Browns. And you know what? A lot of people are saying the Browns are heavy favorites in that. I think the I think Carolina has made leaps and bounds in the offensive line. It's at home. Currently, the Panthers, despite the public being all on the Browns, the Panthers are favored by one and a half points. Um, now, granted, you get, I don't, I mean, I know a long time ago you used to get three points just for being at home, but I like this. I think Baker Mayfield's going to come out. You know, I like that. I liked his, his press conference where he came out. He, the first thing he said was, listen, I'm not a robot. I'm not going to come out here and say that this means nothing to me. I think I have a lot to prove. It's going to, you know, there's a lot of previous attachments with that team. And he's like, of course, that's going to be a motivator. I like that. I like when a guy like Mayfield doesn't just come out and just give the same responses over and over. He's going to be playing with a chip on his shoulder. I think, you know, I think he lights up the Browns defense in week one. Um, and I, I hope that he has a successful season. I don't, I don't hate that at all. Um, Baker Mayfield has been a serviceable, serviceable quarterback. Uh, you, you have a, what you're hearing about a healthy Christian McCaffrey, uh, one of the most electric players on, uh, on the planet. Um, yeah, he's always healthy till he's not. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's how she goes. Uh, when, you know, when he played last year, he was leaps and bounds above other, other players. So, yeah. uh, that's a, that's a, not a, I don't think a super bold statement, uh, especially DJ Moore, uh, a really great receiver. I, I'm really excited to see what Mayfield can do there in Carolina. Um, yeah, just some other injuries. We talked about Chase Young, obviously not as impactful, but, uh, uh, Jamison Williams, rookie receiver for the Lions from Alabama, uh, also on the pup. Gus Edwards uh, just got the announcement that he's on. He'll, he'll be on the pup. 
uh, Matt Corral, you know, we, we were wondering if he could do anything there in Carolina, uh, as that rookie quarterback drafted, he had an injury probably out for the season. So, uh, yeah, it looks like Sam Darnold, uh, is the uh, only competition left there. <laughs> uh, and so Baker, Baker should be, should be okay with, uh, with that little, that little amount of pressure. Yeah. Uh, also other injury news uh, for the, uh, the giants, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau is out three to four weeks with what seems to be a strained mm-hmm. MCL after that Cincinnati Bengals. Um, listen, as someone who had, I personally had no, have uh, knowledge of this because I was an offensive lineman growing up. Uh, people are saying that it was a dirty block. It was a cut block. Uh, I, after I was watching ESPN this morning, they, they talked to about 15 <clears throat> professional offensive linemen. That, that's, a, that's a legal block. The angle was a little bit weird, but I don't think it was a dirty block at all, um, especially when you are, we are in an NFL where rightfully so, they are trying to avoid high hits. So people are going to be going lower. Um, and I mean, it sucks. Listen, no one wants to see an injury, but and ACL and MCL are horrible injuries, but it's still better than concussion. I mean, there's nothing we can do about that. We can't say you can only hit them between the belt and the chest. Like, that's not realistic. Right. Um, <clears throat> but it's horrible to see uh, this, you know, uh, the, for, the former uh, Duck star uh, out three to four weeks. Uh, I think he was the, what, the fifth, yeah, the fifth overall pick. So hopefully he comes back yeah. healthy and, uh, you know, but hopefully he doesn't, uh, I want him to come back healthy, but I don't want him to come back too strong against Washington. So, yeah. I mean, uh, and it's, and it's something to think about for our, star, our dynasty startup league that we're, we're about, you know, we're going to have to draft soon in, um, uh, the only defensive players, uh, in the league. Yeah. So, uh, maybe he'll fall a little bit with that knee injury. Uh, and you know, you can, you can go grab him at a, at an adequate spot. Anybody, uh, anybody you've been thinking about or kind of targeting, you know, uh, any, any type of draft, <clears throat> you know, draft thought process or. I honestly have no, I, I, no, I haven't given it much thought yet. Um, I'm good. I literally am going to start, I plan on my calendar I have for tomorrow night to be like my first day of sitting down, doing a couple hours of research for all my leagues. I didn't want to jump too fast into it because I just so much going on. Uh, so tomorrow night is my first uh, day actually like doing a bunch of research and yeah. in my preseason rankings and everything. Make um, sure you uh, make sure you, you use that mock, you know, uh, mock yeah. draft thing on sleeper. You know, you don't have to sit and wait for other folks. The, the computer kind of randomizes who it'll pick, you know, changes it up. Um, so you can kind of pick which slot you're doing. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of excited about that. Maybe we'll do some special like live, you know, live streams or something when we're one of our drafts or something, we'll sit and we'll live stream while we're picking. Yeah. I was thinking about doing that maybe like putting one of my like graphics over like my, my watch list or something like that. Um, but all right. All right, buddy. Let's move into our main topic of the day. We are continuing our divisional preview. We are doing the NFC and AFC North. We're starting off with the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I got a couple things down. Feel free to add in, Brandon. And if you guys have any additions at home you want to put in, uh, comment down below on YouTube or if you're watching this. Um, the Ravens have one of the best O linemen Xbox have seen in a while with Tyler Lindenbaum. Fell to the 25th overall because of due to size and some worries about his size for the NFL, but he only allowed nine total quarterback pressures over his last two years starting at the yet 
Iowa. That is not a that is that is a competitive football school. That is a good school. That is a school that that does oh sorry wow does produce some good offensive linemen. Um, I like this. I am a big fan of teams taking offensive linemen early in drafts because you know what what you see in the in college a lot of times if you're in Division One is that that says a lot because the timing is close to the same. The play styles, you know, when quarterbacks and running backs, I feel like are at a disadvantage going from college to pros, but those are grown ass men in college on the line. Um, and you're playing against grown ass men. So I think that that is a huge step up. Um, and also, will this be the year the NFL figures out how to stop Lamar Jackson since his M- uh, unanimous, by the way, uh, MVP season, his total yards and broken tattles have declined each season. Um, I think that he, I think he declines a little bit in the running game. And you know what? That's not to say he has a bet. I mean, his passing game is good. He's a good quarterback. Um, yeah, I, I think that he is not going to be the leg weapon that he has been in previous season, uh, coming, uh, this, uh, coming up. Yeah. I think a big, I think a big piece of that is the loss of Marquise Brown, uh, Hollywood Brown going <laughs> to the, you know, the Cardinals. That's I, a, I'll big... be honest. I completely forgot about that move. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big, deep, that's a big, deep threat. That's gone. Um, Mark Andrews is going to be great. Um, Isaiah likely, uh, their backup tight end that they, that they've drafted is going to be, is looking good so far. Rashad Bateman. Uh, (laughs) Rashad (laughs) Bateman, uh, is a great, you know, a great receiver that, you know, if the volume is there could, you know, could show up as uh, I don't know about a, a top, uh, you know, a top 12 receiver, but you know, in, in the back ends of the, of the twenties, the teens, it's, it's, it's offense, baby. You know, he needs to be efficient. Gus Edwards being out for four weeks. They've got, um, JK Dobbins there. People are saying Ty Montgomery. I believe that's correct. I'm not sure if, um, if he's still in the Ravens or, um, or, or somewhere else. Tyson Williams last year that they, that we saw, he, hasn't really panned out so far in camp. I I just, you know, they're they're the favorites right now for the AFC North. Uh which I find I find I find interesting. Uh plus 155 for them to win the division. I don't know about that. I I like the Bengals right there at plus 180. Um or even the value that you can potentially get on the Cleveland Browns at plus three twenty, they go out there and start quicker. I don't, I just don't know if I like no. plus one fifty five, saying they win the division this year. Or yeah, you can, like or you can throw away your money and uh, get the Steelers at at plus one thousand. So, um, I, you know the Ravens. The Ravens are going to be the Ravens. Lamar Jackson can be game breaking, and so they absolutely could win the division. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, I don't think it's like a stupid bet. I just don't know that I love that potential. Yeah, bet. I. I think with a guy like Lamar Jackson, he can win you regular season games. He's when it comes to postseason. He's. I mean, he's not winning postseason. He's not winning a lot of postseason games because by that point, there's there's plenty of film. They know how to. Uh, defend against them and you got to do more than just run um yeah so the pittsburgh steelers uh coming off them uh is kenny pickett ready for the big dance i don't i personally don't think so he was one of the slowest quarterbacks in terms of getting the ball out in college that delta those few 
quarter, you know, milliseconds, while it's a problem in college, becomes a massive problem in the NFL. Defenses are going to take advantage of you holding on to the ball too long. And unless he has drastically changed his style and gotten a quarterback coach to completely alter his timing, he's going, they're going to pick him apart. Um, he, he will. De- I he, think he'll. I think he'll sit behind Trubisky for the first ten weeks. To be honest, he definitely probably didn't get a quarterback coach. I wouldn't say um, the Steelers are notoriously not a NFL football program, so they don't have quarterback <laughs> coaches there. Uh, I'm with you. Uh, you know, my favorite thing was you have made great points about you know why he's not ready and why. Um, you know, he may not be a great NFL quarterback. I loved at the draft time, the hand size. Did you, I love the Kenny Pickett hand memes. Did you see, did you yeah. see any of those? Yeah, yeah. I saw so, them. The one, the Arthur, the Arthur meme when it's, when he's glitching yeah. it, but it was a little baby. Hand. <laughs> when, when, and it said when Kenny Pickett sees the memes about his hand. <laughs> Um, I think that's silly. I mean, he's been able to throw a football up to this point in his life. Uh, he probably can throw the football would be my guess. Um, uh, yeah. um, I'm with you. Trubisky can provide some flash at times. You know, I don't want to sit here and say that he's the com- completely garbage 100% of the time. He has some talent. Uh, he's not consistent with it. Uh, that Pittsburgh Steelers team has some weapons, though. I mean, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, uh, Pickett, uh, uh, George Pickens. Is it Pickens? Pickett? Yeah, George Pickens. Uh, they say he's going to be a game breaker there. So, uh, and, and you can't forget Najee Harris and uh, De- it's the, the Fryermuth, Peter Fryermuth, whatever, that, something like that. Yeah, uh, they're they're tied in there. Um, and I mean, Mike Tomlin at the helm always gives gives a, a team a decent opportunity. That quarterback uh, situation is not great there. So yeah, I I don't have a have a lot of future yeah. hope for them at least this year. But Najee Harris, I mean, there's lots of fantasy options. I think that you're going to be at least yeah. serviceable for you. Cleveland Browns. I have three words here, and it's really all I could think of, and that's Miles Fucking Garrett. The best player on that team, he's a game changer. Uh, I mean, I, I think, and it might be too early to say this, I think he wins defensive MVP this year. Okay. Um, I think that he has been in the running for a couple of years. I think this is the year he wins it. Um, so we'll see. But w- what are your thoughts on the Browns? I don't have much to say about them outside of Miles Garrett. Yeah, um, uh, I mean, some some decent, decent skill position players. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Um, you know, on the defensive side with Gree Williams and, and Denzel Ward, David Njoku uh, could be a great option for them. Yeah, and, and I mean, obviously, the the huge adding of Amari Cooper. Uh, can Jacoby Brissett take advantage of him? Uh, that's difficult to say early on. Uh, but Deshaun Watson comes back in, in 11 games. Uh, that's a big... It's a lot of games. You know, that's a lot of games. That's a lot of, a lot of options. In my opinion, it should have been more games, but it's still a lot of games from a, yeah, it was completely leaving it at right. Completely leaving it out of it. Um, I don't hate, you know, I don't hate that roster long-term their receiving core, uh, nothing to, you know, write home about Donovan people's Jones could be great though. 
Uh, he has that that talent and that opportunity. It's just hard for anybody to do it with with Jacoby Brissett. Um, Kareem Hunt, you know, obviously unhappy there. Uh, probably wanting to get paid. Don't know if the Browns are willing to do it. Dearness Johnson as that follow up guy is has been pretty good when, you know, Chubb was out with COVID yeah. and um, Kareem Hunt was injured. So, I mean, it's not the worst situation you could be in. I'm just not very hopeful. Jacoby Brissett hasn't been um, a standout quarterback, and, and we know that's probably what that team would need uh, in order to kind of get over some of the humps that they have. Yeah. yeah. All right. And now – to the conference champions, Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Mixon is a bad dude. Even with a bad O-line, Mixon finished third in rushing yards in the league. The Bengals have added three new starters to the offensive line. Will that help Joe Burrow get hit less? He was hit a lot in the regular season, in the Super Bowl, in the playoffs. The fact that they got to where they did, and with the amount of times he's hit on a drive-by-drive basis is insane. In fact, I think it says a lot about Joe Burrow and that the defense and the offense, the fact that that O-line can be that bad. Yeah, And they still did what they did. Yeah, I think think it's kind of twofold, though. Um, I mean, Joe Burrow was historically good last year. Accuracy, pass completions, all over the board, he was great. I think a lot of that comes from him holding on to the football too long and maybe taking a hit or two that he shouldn't have when he can throw that ball away. Obviously, great pieces to the offensive line. They started to gel better towards the end of the year. Not great, obviously, as you've mentioned. Um, You know, the pressure was still there. Um, But two really, really good options that could be number one receivers on any other team in Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. And like you said, Joe Mixon is a solid running back. Chris Evans, Samaj P. Ryan, they're backing him up. Um, I'm looking for a little bit more down to earth on Joe Burrow. Uh, fantasy leagues, I'm not super high on him, at least where his dra- he's being drafted. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, like I said, I- I'm not sure why they're they're not the favorites right now to win yeah. that division in my mind. All right, uh, moving on to the NFC, starting out with the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields is, in my opinion, just okay. Not a fan. Not a fan. Uh, Not a fan of him or not a fan of my opinion? Well, I'm always not a fan of your opinion just because you're having it. But no, I'm not a fan of Justin Fields as an NFL quarterback. Um, I mean, he's okay. I'm not saying he's uh, he's terrible or anything. I agree with your, your assessment. Yeah, he is just okay. He is, he'll win some games. He'll also lose a bunch of games. Um, I think he could carry them to six or seven wins. I think you should I, probably go put money on that if you believe that, because I mean, you probably get a good payout on six or seven wins. I, but, uh, you go, you I go ahead, continue. You go ahead and continue. Um, I'm going to go look up his win total. Chicago. Um, yeah, but not I, a lot. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think that this is. I mean, the Chicago Bears are going to not be great. Um, I don't really have much to say about them because it's just Justin Fields makes up. I mean. Darnell Mooney. Yeah, they are the Justin Fields of the NFL. Their receiving options are bad. Uh, Darnell Mooney could be good. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm I'm also with you. Uh, The Bears are a blah team to me. I'm not not looking for them to 
uh, you know, plus twelve fifty for them to win to the division. I mean, that's about that should t- that should tell you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> any excitement about David Montgomery, um, fantasy wise, potentially? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, as a guy that can get two, three hundred touches this year on the ground and. I haven't been excited about David Montgomery since like 2016, 2017, I feel but, like. I but mean, he's been a top 24 running back every single year. You know, so I mean, that that's is, that's where. I, of all the insane stats I've heard, hearing that really does sound insane, but not unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it's because like, it's not. I mean, he's been serviceable the games he's played. Yeah. That, um, yeah, and I guess when I think about, you say top 24 and there's 31 teams. So I that make okay. That well, he's a running sense. back. He's a running back too. You know, I mean, in fantasy football leagues, if you're a twelve team league, it's he's been a running back too. So I mean, he would be yeah. uh, one of the top you know running backs to be played. Let me see. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can get some regular season win totals on the Bears for you. Yeah. Uh, while you do that, let's start talking about the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers. Listen, everyone who watches the show regularly knows my opinions on Aaron Rodgers as a person, as a football player. The man is a future Hall of Famer without a doubt, uh, but he loses his weapons this year. The best of quarterbacks, when they lose their weapons, despite the very rare times, uh, will suffer. However, there is a rookie there that I like. It is not their uh, early pick it is in fact their fourth round pick uh romeo dobes Dobbs? Dobbs. i'm gonna say dobes Dobbs. romeo Dobbs. Dobbs. i don't like saying Dobbs when it's d-o-u-b-s but okay it is it is Dobbs. Sure that, it, is, okay, that is yeah. no, confirmed, yeah, that, that is confirmed okay, so, via uh fantasy footballers okay romeo Dobbs, the fourth round pick has had an amazing training camp and here is a stat that i find so insane in his entire college career and this looked at his training camp as well. He has only dropped 15 total passes in his entire football career that they have kept track of. I have, as a person my entire life over the past 30 years, dropped 15 passes in like a day just yeah. playing pickup football. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, I, saw you, I saw you drop. I saw you drop your plate like 15 times the other day. And it was just the paper plate. There's nothing on it. You just dropped it. I did it. not know. I did not drop it. However, Jarvis <laughs> did drop his plate in the kitchen. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway. <laughs> Dang, man. Sell him out. I was just kidding with you. <laughs> yeah. Under, uh, okay. Under six and a half wins is minus 190. So okay. over six and a half, you really think they're going to win seven games plus 150? I mean, I don't think they okay. are. But anyway, Green Bay Packers. Uh yeah, uh, Dobbs is great. Uh, Christian Watson could be a great option. I'm excited about seeing what Alan Lazard can do. I mean, he's a big-bodied guy. Um, and Lizard King. No, that's Sammy Watkins. Oh, the Sammy Watkins I, is there. Yes, yeah, Sammy yeah, Watkins is like, there, but not yeah. the Lazard game. Hey, and yeah, I was making a play on words. No, yeah, you're. I know you are. Um, I'm definitely excited to see what the two running backs, Jones and Dylan, can do. I, that's a team that you got to be worried about. You know, if you're in the NFC North, uh, they're still yeah. the favorite favorites to win at, at minus 186. I think that the 
Vikings can potentially give them a run for their money a little bit closer yeah, than that. But, um, um, you know, it's, it's, it's Aaron Rodgers. I'm not, I'm not too worried about what he's going to be able to do, uh, with that team. They're definitely going to get a, get theirs and get some, get some wins on, on the book. So, um, a team that even though losing Devonte Adams, I'm not too worried about, um, where they're going to be in the pecking order of this division. Yeah. All right. The Detroit Lions, uh, the rebuild that they've been doing is going okay. Um, I think they could possibly push themselves into a wild card spot, but golf is an issue in my opinion. He needs weapons. I mean, DJ, I mean, DJ Chark. What do you do? You believe you uh, you believe he could be a could be a good answer there? Um, I think Jamison Williams when he comes answer, back is, could is be enough. I mean. Uh, you know, TJ Hawkins is, in there. It's, it's more than just listen. It's more than just the quarterback. It's more than just the receivers. I mean, we saw. Look at Matt Stafford. He comes out of Detroit, a perennial. They well, lost I mean, a lot of close football games, though. Uh, I, I'm making more of the push towards your, you know, push for the wild card than I am that they're going to be the the Lions that we've that we've always seen. If oh, they can, yeah, if they can I mean, turn, listen, if they can I, turn I think they can, over I think they can make the wild card. I think they can make the wild card. I think they need to obviously like everything. They need to cut. I mean, it's not going to be an easy road. I think that they're going to have to struggle for it. I don't think that they're going to win the. I don't think they're going to win a uh, you know round one game in the playoffs. But I think they make the wild card. Yeah, uh, I mean, we'll see. I, I don't know how you know. I have to kind of see things as they as they completely shape up. But uh, I don't hate some of the options they have there. DeAndre Swift could go out and have a yeah. great year. Um, but Jamal Williams, I mean, that's not a, that's not someone to scoff at. They they might share that workload there, as a lot of NFL teams are doing now. So, yeah. um, if he can stay efficient and get you know eight, nine, ten rush attempts a game, uh, DeAndre Swift can stay involved uh, in the running and passing game. This is a team that you gotta be interested to kind of see you know where they're at for sure. For sure, um. And I think, personally, my opinion is this is the bell of the ball in that division, the Minnesota Vikings. Justin Jefferson will be a machine, as he always is. Um, their defense was beat up uh, bad last season, and they've made a lot of good pickups. Um, both Ed Rutgers missed the past two seasons, and they've picked up Booth Jr. and Sign in the back of the defense. I think that their defense makes leaps and bounds compared to the last two seasons, but I personally have no trust in Kirk Cousins whatsoever. And I think that's their biggest flaw. And that could just be past experience with Kirk Cousins. But from what I've yeah, seen, it's, it's been fan. it's been types of offenses that have definitely kind of come into into play there. Um, Justin Jefferson is, is like you said, he is uh, a, a man among boys. Great. Um, you want to kind of I'm kind of interested to see how Adam Thielen can do. Can he still produce? Yeah. He's he's getting a little older. Uh, KJ Osborne could be a really good uh, receiver three there, and Irv Smith if he can stay healthy and get back is something. Yeah, I'm. I yeah. I I, I don't know that I'm quite willing to say that the Packers are not the the favorite to me, but I don't I don't think it's minus one eighty six to you know two eight. I think you know plus two eighty for them to win to the division. Is really good value. Um, if we're if we're yeah. being honest, and it might be something that I'm I look at, at going and throwing a few bucks on, uh, because that is not outside the realm of possibility. Losing Devontae Adams, um, even though it's Aaron Rodgers, that that can that can hurt you. Uh, not having a true yeah. 
number one that's proven it before. Uh, though I do think Alan Lazard can. I, I I still believe that the Packers will win this division. But I'm on you. I'm, I'm on your same kind of wavelength. Of, I think it's closer than than we're given credit for. For sure. Um, so that wraps up our uh, North Division preview. Let's move into joke of the week. The weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't... Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. A little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. All right. I am a big fan of this one. What do we yeah. got this week? Yeah. Uh curse word for one Alabama Beach City controversial coffee shop name. Rankles officials. So I'm pretty jazzed up about the rankles portion in general. Um, it's just a cool, cool word. So the coffee shop's name is Badass Coffee of Hawaii. Uh, it's got a it's got a a jackass right in the middle. Uh, Hawaiian donkeys have general reputation for being reliably strong, stubborn, earning the nickname Badass ones. You know, I mean, I mean, that's what they're what they're called. Yeah. Um, it was an inspiration for a Colorado based coffee chain, which is weird. We got all over the place. The, the story's taking place in Alabama. It's badass coffee of Hawaii, and it's actually from Colorado. Uh, but one Alabama city is, believes the name is vulgar. The city officials are calling on the residents to not patronize it once it opens its first Alabama location next month. So uh, apparently, no legal. A uh, reputable reason in which they can stop the individual from uh, building, but apparently, it's all good for them to just be like, "Don't go to this business. Uh, that's gonna be in well, our that, city." That sounds an awful lot like socialism to me they, down there in Alabama. They oh, blasted the name during a council meeting on Tuesday and said it was inappropriate for children. Do are are many children just go you know go into coffee shops? I don't think that like children just go and drink coffee. You know, um, it's not a name. I mean, it's Alabama. They they make them work in factories, so therefore they need their coffee to start. Their fair. Day. If it's not a name or word, I don't want the I don't want to come out of my twelve year old's mouth. Then it's not appropriate to be a, on a sign in one of our streets," said Orange Beach Mayor. Tony Kennan. That's sort of the way I see it. Uh, the other council members uh, reacted who noticed the slogan in God we trust displayed in the council's chambers and asked why I was praised, why the city praised for its Christian roots is allowing a coffee shop with profanity clearly to be entitled on entitled on display. Uh, also on the council chambers, a large sign that reads God, family, country shows that we have no respect they have no respect for us and what we market our or what our brand is says kennan referring to the city's a long push to be branded family friendly destination like coca-cola and pepsi we want to market to our brand it's what makes us special you cannot call yourself conservative values traditional values and family values and be okay with anything that goes against that um hmm. Funny since the word ash is uh showed up eighty times in the Bible. 
that's I mean, and it's again, it, it just seems like you should just be neutral about it. If people, my understanding of capitalism is if people don't like the name, they won't patronize the business. The business will go under yeah. and then it goes away. Um, I don't know why the government is actively pushing or, you know, trying to downplay any business. Just let, just take the taxes and, and spend it on the, on the citizens yeah. of the area. What a joke. Why is this a whole news article? It's a coffee shop. It's a coffee yeah. shop. And it's a oh. fun, and it's, and I'm personally, I think that in 2022, ass is not a bad word, especially it's in this context. barely right. Right. It's not, they didn't drop the in this context of all things. It's especially not a bad word. That's the name. They don't, and they didn't drop the C word up there. Okay. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's a coffee chain. So like, how did they, how did they get to move into your city? Like, don't, aren't there permits and stuff of all involved? Like I have to imagine people sign them and such. So, uh, what a joke. What an absolute joke. All right. That wraps up joke of the week. Let's talk a little bit about house, of the dragon for our pop culture segment. Um, you know, no spoilers. That will be left over to, uh, with the boys over at the Home Pod office. I uh, I loved it. it I did great. too. Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit more about it in my snap of my stick about something related to it. But it was. It, I thought it was great. Uh, no notes. No, I uh, I absolutely loved it as well. I uh, wish they would have gone a little bit deeper into the council and the choosing of the series um, over uh, Rhaenyra. Uh, but, uh, but other than that, that's, you know, that, I mean, that's very minor noted. Uh, I think that we're going to get a good, good show. Uh, again, don't want to give away all of the opinions. I'll probably wa- watch it, watch it once or twice yeah, more, I'm before, watch it uh, more time we, uh, before we talk about it, you know? Yeah. Watch it, watch it, probably take some notes on it. Try to be a little bit more prepared uh, to kind of fully discuss it um, as those episodes will be completely fully spoilers yes. based. But, so well, let's move into what's snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right. Mine has to do with House of the Dragon. As soon as it came out, got on Twitter, wanted to see some of the people talking about it, other people's opinions, and immediately people are mad that it didn't come out swinging, which I thought. I think it came out swinging for a, for, for a series premiere. They were mad yeah. that it didn't yeah. have all like big action scenes and stuff like that. And I'm like, don't come out expecting it. It to had be, a like, whole season. tournament. Don't come out expecting it. It had a tournament. <laughs> this is not going, this is not season three through six of Game of Thrones. You're not going to get those because they need to build these characters. They need to build story. This is a law. This is going to be a large, large uh, television event. It needs to build. It's not just all action and CGI. There, there, there's drama. There's and intrigue. They like have. They, and there's two big factors is they've got to factor in larger amounts of dragons and more people having them yeah. and more, more accessibility to those dragons. And they have the budget 
to do this correctly. Yeah. I mean, not that Game of Thrones did not. They went a shorter route than a lot of people wanted to go. But that, I mean, you know, you hope that in order to build this, that they're going to do it correctly. I I think we got enough action and enough into the world building of this specific time era. Uh, I'm not, I'm not really sure what any type of complaints would be um, in, in regards to that. Um, you can maybe, maybe if you've read fire and blood and you have a little bit more book accuracy, you know, requirements or something, that would be something I could see, but uh, not having, the built world of this particular time frame immediately is interesting. Yeah. We didn't really have that in this episode one of Game of Thrones either. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, so this is not not crazy, but you did get the nod um, to the to Game of Thrones in the very first episode, the knife. Yeah. You know, the knife that we all know uh, that, that's so famous uh, for so many things. Um, I I like your snaps my stick uh mine i'm gonna keep mine moving based uh just unpacking boxes uh you know i've had all the boxes packed and now getting them out and getting to them them to their correct location but then you like unpack a box and you're like oh well i gotta wait until i do this um actually really excited not to i mean never excited to finish the podcast with you bob i could go six hours uh you know (laughs) just me and you back and forth no problem but I will tell you, I am a little bit more excited about finishing the pod today than normal because if I, once I finish this, that means all podcast stuff is now permitted to go to the new spot. So you know what oh, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So like it's been like it's kind of been building that, hey, I've got all this stuff that I just kind of need just for like a little bit. And now um, as soon as I click, clickety, clickety and get off here. Um, you know, let the, let the stuff moving commence. So I don't know if the folks are going to have a wonderful sight of the old, you know, uh, helmet anymore. (laughs) It kind of depends on, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying I won't find a spot, but I'm thinking the angle of where it's going to be. That's true. That's true. I didn't even think about that. (laughs) We still got to go to a Renaissance festival so I can get a a Roman short sword because that's the next on the old list. So hundred percent. Get us out of here, bro. All right, guys. For Brandon, I'm Bobby. This has been Pucks Out Podcast. We'll see you all next week, and have a great one. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod. 